Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Real News Live. It's Friday Night Frolics time with the usual crew joining me. Uh, by the way, tonight I am not drinking an adult beverage. You guys were lucky to be here. I, I was so sick this afternoon. I thought I was going to puke my guts out. Uh, don't know what the hell was going on. I have a kind of a some sort of version of ibs or something more information than you asked for but i was really sick about three hours ago i'm feeling good enough now to drink some water and maybe i'll have some crackers in a little bit but anyway that's what i'm drinking tonight joining me tonight as always the usual crew starting with the man to my right the genius the man who you cannot spend four hours in a car with and not come away smarter the amazing dr brooks agnew brooks for somewhere in the carolinas what are you drinking tonight uh, I'm drinking rye on the rocks. Ooh, wow. Rye, you, uh, your liver. Yeah, okay. Also joining me, Kitty Corner from uh, Dish Below Brooks from somewhere east of California, the amazing, the stupendous Snake Plissken himself, TV's Blake Wally, hanging out in a fancy hotel lounge. Where's the girls, Blake? I'm coming later. What are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I am on the uh, the Black Box Merlot. The Black Box Merlot. Awesome. Hi, everybody. Okay, and of course, joining us, the anchor tonight, the anchor leg is going to be Candace Whitelight from, I don't know where, Western Montana somewhere. Candace, how are you doing tonight? Now, I, I know it's an overwhelming period of time, so I'm hanging in. How does that sound? Yeah, yeah. It's and what are you drinking? Uh, a little kombucha? Um, I'm I'm uh, gonna quaff some uh, pomegranate juice with a little bit of uh, Q brand ginger ale. Mm. Q brand ginger ale. I like that. Um, okay. Um, I just want to say again, I would not be here if it were not for a drug, a big pharma drug called Zofran, which settles my stomach when I have these. I'm, I mean, I was literally just sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm going to puke up everything I've eaten all day today. And it didn't happen. Uh, but I wanted to say thank you to Dr. Brooks Agnew. Uh, he's got an order for more of this. It's hard to get and it's expensive, along with another drug named uh, Jardiance, which I take for my high blood pressure and my uh, my blood sugar. And Dave, my brother Dave's been taking it too. Now, some of you guys know that on Tuesday night during the Trump announcement, I had to take Dave to the emergency room because his blood pressure was skyrocketing and uh, higher than it was when he had a stroke in May. And his blood sugar was like 383. And they took him there and they kept him there. They kept him overnight, um, did all these tests on him. But guess what? The next day we managed to get a 30-day supply of this drug called Jardiance filled. And he's completely back to normal, as am I now. My blood sugars are perfect. And so, again, you can say anything you want about Big Pharma, but they do make some 
products, which are really, really important and valuable to have. Ivan, Roxy, in my case, Jardians and Zofran are really critical to, um, to my health. And so Brooks, I just want to, again, thank you for being able to help me get these at a reasonable price, less than half the price. In many cases, you can get them for in the US. And while we're here, let's go up front. Why don't you talk about uh, what you provide, the service that you can provide for people and all the Yeah, uh, it, it was probably a year and a half ago, I made a connection with a, an associate of mine in Japan who uh, works with a pharmacy there. And this pharmacy happens to be one of the largest distributors of ivermectin on the planet. Mm -hmm. So we made an affiliate relationship. It's very complex how we do this because we're, I think we're the largest in the country. But we uh, are able to get Ivan and Roxy directly to you from the manufacturer without a prescription. So now we've treated, I don't know, over 20,000 people, which is a pretty good group, more than most doctors that I know. In fact, I have six doctors that order from me because they can't get it from their own pharmacy. That's great. And no one, no one has gone to the hospital, not one person. Well, this kind of opened a door. So my great friend, uh, Mike Barra, asked me for a couple of other prescriptions. And just so happens the pharmacy can get them. And so without a doctor's prescription and at about half or less than the U.S. price, we've been able to get him the FDA-approved brand name uh, medications that... Yeah. Uh, brother and I are surviving with right now. And we have done other people, other medications as well. So, um, yeah. And, and again, um, Brooks, I, I would be waiting 30 more days. I had to give Dave some of my Jardians because, and then mine ran out. And so we've been without it for a couple of weeks during which Dave had his health scare. And I mean, imagine, um, I just think you ought to be able to get these things without a prescription. And it's like really amazing service. What you do folks is you go to, hopefully it's up on the screen. You go to brooksagu.blog slash store. You click on the therapeutic special reports button right below the red banner there. And you can go in and you can get primarily uh, the Ivan and Roxy along with other, um, other products. You get the report and you get the samples, which are invaluable to have. Something else. If you need something else, use the contact form. Just write me. I monitor it right all here. day. Yeah. Just use the contact form and tell me what you need. I'll see if I can get it. And then, you know, we'll make a we'll make our transaction. I'm not yeah. making any money on these on these medications. I'm doing this to save lives. It's just easy for me to do and I'm able to do it and it's it's gonna help you. Yeah, well, you're saving you're saving me money and you're saving people health. So go to brooksagnew.blog, everybody, and go to the store and kick that in. All right, so the theme of tonight's show, from my perspective, is what the fuck's going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And I, I, you know, Candace doesn't like it when I curse, but she's a mom, so of course she doesn't like it when I curse. But Brooks, Blake, Candace, Trump is on right now. They, he was on. I started. I couldn't find it. First of all, it was the, you know some people were trying to carry it. It was apparently buried on RSBN. I go to their Rumble on my on my computer. Shit's going down, says Jen, and um and I saw about thirty five or forty minutes of it. But then Candace, right when he gets to the part, or I'll start with Brooks, I guess. Right when he gets to the part where he starts saying we're going to do this and we're going to do this, they cut him off. And they cut him off on C-SPAN. And the very few outlets that were actually carrying his statement tonight, they cut him off. And the reason he's making a statement tonight after announcing his candidacy on Tuesday, which is a whole other subject to talk about, 
is because he basically, because Merrick Garland, who ought to be swinging from a noose, not being attorney general of the United States, um, basically is going to appoint a special prosecutor to try to come up with another fake crime to stop Donald Trump from getting back into the presidency via an election. And it's like, uh, this is the weirdest movie I've ever seen. This makes Cloud Atlas look like a movie that makes fucking sense, guys. I don't understand it. I don't understand what's going on. Well, I do understand it. I think so. And Candace at the end, you know, you're the anchor leg. You're going to give us the context. Brooks, okay, let me give you my opinion real quick. Okay. Trump did not want to make the announcement he made on Tuesday. He wanted to make another announcement, which is that we're about ready to arrest all these fuckers. Well, I don't know. Well, he might have said fuckers. He's kind of he's kind of got a foul mouth like I do. Um, smart people swear a lot. Um, and he did, he couldn't for various reasons. There's rumors. Oh, they threatened you know to bomb New York or Washington D.C. To which my response is so you know okay. Do we does this country really need D.C. or New York? I don't know. I've been to New York. I love it. That's not a, that's a terrible thing to say. But at some point. You have to act. At some point, you have to act regardless of the threats or what you think they might do. It's fascinating because, hi, Nick, it's fascinating because, Brooks, right after he said, oh, all, all he, he said was, I'm running, he didn't say we're arresting these bastards. Um, two, two minutes later, Biden announces, oh, the missile fired in Ukraine, your area of expertise, or in the landed in Poland was actually Ukrainian, not Russian, so there's not going to be any World War Three. I mean, it's like... So that was that, and then and then they go after him with a special prosecutor, Brooks. The, uh, my perspective is is the war is it's opening up, and something I think needs to go down right now. If this goes on for another month or week or years, the way some people are talking, I, I don't see how it can. Uh, it's got to happen now, Brooks. What do you think? Well, there are a lot of things uh, going on at the same time, and I don't know if I can crunch this into three minutes, but I'll try. Uh, the You're right, and this took me totally by surprise. As you know, last week I said Trump's not going to announce. He's going to announce something else. He's maybe going to announce a lawsuit against the J6 commission or something, but he's not going to declare because it's a year too early. So he declares. Doesn't quite have the same panache that normally Trump has. It's a very little flat dude. Yeah. So a lot of people like, oh, he's just trying to be presidential. He's trying to be humble, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. He was reading the teleprompter during the first 29 minutes of that speech. It was written for him. It was very carefully laid out. But there was three things, there were three things that were happening at the same time that was going on. Number one, FTX was finally unearthed the wound right. finally burst open and right. what what we now know and congress has the power to investigate now in subpoena what we now know is what i've been saying for two years is true biden has been laundering money tons of money billions and billions of dollars through ukraine and what i couldn't find because it was going through shell corporations and nonprofits, i couldn't find how it was coming out I couldn't find the foundations that were actually getting the money and getting it back to the DNC. It was FTX. It was going through cryptocurrency. That's how it was getting back to the Democrats. The crazy thing is that he stole from the wallets. He couldn't hack the actual cryptocurrencies, but he stole from the wallets. And these were big donors that got burned. So that's the second thing. And the third thing is, 
the trap that Putin laid for the mercenaries worked like a charm. 30,000 mercenaries are now trapped in eastern Ukraine. They cannot retreat. They cannot get supplies. And it's getting cold. And they didn't kill a single Russian soldier. And they lost a bunch going in. The Russians are getting ready to go back in. They're now trapped against the river because the Russians blew the bridge as they came across the river. They're going to wipe them all out. I would say maybe by Thanksgiving, 30,000 mercenaries are going to be vanquished. All these things are happening at the same time. And it means that Virtual Joe and his gang of criminals are going to be displaced. They're going to be displaced, even if it's the military. And this is where I agree with with, uh, Candace. I think the military is going to make their move. But the military can't make their move without a commander-in-chief. And that's why Trump had to announce this is how it's all falling together okay i think that's fascinating yeah our ukraine update comes up front because it's all relative ftx ukraine uh definitely and that was the thing brooks is that i tried to i talked to people on the regular show on real news live during the week reminding them that on last saturday's show which was a special saturday show that you pointed out Putin is going to withdraw. These guys are going to come in. They're going to they're going to trap them and, you know, pincer move and trap them and then destroy them, just like the Germans did in the Kiev pocket in 1941, which, of course, cost them the chance to actually conquer Moscow. Let's hope this doesn't cost us the chance to wipe out the deep state in Eastern Europe. TV's Blake Wally. What the F is going? I'll, I'll try to I'll try to restrain my language because there's ladies here. You know, we've got Jen in the chat. We've got Candace here. What the F is going on, dude? Trump is announcing they cut him off. We can't even find it. Like, what is he saying? He's got to be saying something incredible. Otherwise, they wouldn't cut him off. He's declared for the presidency and people people want action. Is it? I mean, what's going on? What's your read on all this? You're you're my you're my normie source, <laughs> because even though you know about all this stuff, you're like you're my you're my normie barometer you're going to tell me what what do you think this is doing to the normies and what do you think's going on i have no clue what's going on yeah i guess uh i don't really either i'm just taking it day by day but it was yeah an exciting week sort of uh anticlimactic it seemed at the uh, speech but I, I didn't hear some of the other updates since then so there could be a something bigger here at play and um even though it seemed like you know there, there wasn't uh, the big moves like we were uh, hoping for either a, a red wave or some kind of surprise announcement or two or three from the uh, trump speech initially but yeah they did cut it off because it went uh, i guess longer than expected i don't even know uh what what happened there at mar-a-lago i know some people will have to get some kind of a, a scoop there but it is still like exciting things that are happening and even though it seemed like uh we are know he's going to declare presidency i didn't even think no he had to like make it official i just assumed it was going on the whole time but uh it's seeing the people like just totally freak out on the left so they've been just melting down all week since he announced like we already knew it was coming and then you have we did take the house so that actually was a significant move and now they can open an investigation now that pelosi's gone so that is technically a huge deal um, so there is some, uh, you know, some optimism and hope there, even though it seems like we might have to wait a couple years, it feels like things are, are definitely turning around. And then of course, with, with Twitter, uh, the meltdown there as well, controlling the information and the FTX, which I think is just 
barely beginning and there's so much more left to uh, unravel and the contagion and now it's out in the open that uh, the democratic party and ukraine and all of it all ties together this stuff is going to start leaking out in the investigation going after the biden family we could see some very exciting things happen so it's it's uh, a time to be optimistic even though it felt like kind of a downer week last time yeah, it, it certainly did. And uh, sorry, I, I've just got to eat a few crackers here to keep my stomach settled. But uh, it, it was a real letdown. And, um, you know, there was a lot of um, a lot of bullshit coming out about that announcement. And, you know, talking about comms and things like that. I mean, we don't need comms, in, in my opinion, at this point, we need action. And it feels like we're on the brink of it. I mean, when they escalate, when the, the bad guys escalate to the point that they're now appointing a special prosecutor, they're trying to come up with crimes. The FBI's already admitted they found nothing. They already admitted they found nothing in their panty raid of Mar-a-Lago. So it's like at this point, guys, um, you know, they're just doing this just just to create problems. Uh, oh, also, Brooks can get. Oh, OK. All right. I, I also wanted to say that the Senate is not out of the question yet. Uh, it looks like Murkowski is actually losing in Alaska. And don't forget uh, Herschel Walker. You get those two Senate seats, guess what? The Democrats don't control the Senate. Yeah. Well, but, Candace, here's the thing. They threw the election. They, they stole the election again. Oh, yeah. Um, like we knew they were going to. We have it all. Well, we had it all in 2018 when Kirsten Cinema and people like that stole their Senate seats and John Jefferson or John Johnson, whatever his name is in Michigan, got his Senate seat stolen. And in 2020, they stole it when they stole that plus the White House, the Senate, the House and the White House. And they stole a bunch of seats again today or on Tuesday. We could go Tuesday. So, um, Candace, from your perspective, what the F is going on right now? Well, you've brought up a lot of interesting topics here tonight, and I'll just add on with my assessment of the election. I have worked with the election numbers since before 2018. I know how it runs. I know what we've had to establish. I also know that a lot of this has been virtual. It has to do with uh, machines that are outside of the country that we've had to get a handle on and then get into the individual states. And, and the people in the individual states are the ones that are responsible for their vote. What did you understand about that? It wasn't stolen everywhere. It wasn't stolen in Montana. Because you know what I did? I watched the returns coming in, I knew what they were doing. I made a couple phone calls and people went to the actual collating station for the ballots, and they intervened because I have been doing real work. So we elected another congressperson, and we elected a very fine representative. His name's Ryan Zinke, and he won over a Democratic stooge that was put up by the democratic socialists that are still here in this country. So it's every state's responsibility to read the law and then to be there. Now the biggest places that they have problems is Arizona and Nevada. Those are yeah. two pivotal states. 
for the deep state. And you, you want to ask why? I'm telling you something you should already know. Oh, yeah. It's bec- because, you know, I mean, duh. So if I were to say that there was fraud everywhere, it's not true. It's because there's been people like me, boots on the ground, that don't talk a lot, typically, because I'm working with very embedded programs and people and the ability to manage that. Now, there is some programs out there I can recommend you go to, and I have now been given some new tasks, and that is because everything changed this week for me. And it's stuff I can't really talk about, so I'm just going to tease you a little bit with it. But um, I've made an alignment with a couple of new intelligence sources, mm-hmm. and those are very important to what it is that our our group is doing, which is basically the digital army. So we had a cue drop this evening. I could read it to you if you were interested, but you can go and right find ahead. it. All right, I had. I'll, I'll try to find it, but go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, it's drop number forty nine sixty three, and um, the decode on the name and date, or the date and time, is uh, twenty eight, and that was significant because during Trump's speech, which I saw the whole thing because I know where to go, <laughs> and I I was like with a group that they're they are anons, they're a part of the digital army, Red Pill News, and so. There's one cue for you. Write it down. Um, 28 is the product of seven, which is a perfect number times four. And that's a foundation. And what that means, God is in control. It's a perfect number for God. Okay, so I said that when it first came up, which was at 72101 uh, East Coast time tonight. So um, it reads, Runbeck. Now, what is Runbeck? It is the election services in Arizona. Boom. Dominion. Uh, Everybody knows Dominion. SOS mm-hmm. offices. Does anybody know what SOS offices Secretary are? Of, Secretary of State offices, yep. Nope, it is not. It is okay. an IT software services okay. that runs from overseas. Oh, and so I'm just I'm telling you what the facts are here because we are working it. This is the digital army, friends. Okay, the rest of it says investigators. Well, who's that? You just talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. Who are the investigators? The researchers. I'm going to raise my hand. That's what I have done for the last seven years. I'm a researcher. Whistleblowers. You guys ought to know. You just talked about it. Who are the whistleblowers? We've got 35 of them that have come forward now from the FBI. Wow. Patriots in trusted positions. Patriots are in trusted positions. Think on it. Trust yourself. Anybody that's in this better start looking at themselves. You are the ones that make decisions for your life. Not the freaking president. This has to do with boots on the ground. You live where you are. You do what you need to do, and you take command. Trust yourself. You have seen the truth. Time will show the world 
focus, focus in capital letters, and the last line I love, ascension. Do you know what we're doing? We're going up in frequency. Gee, who's talked about that lately? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what is the ascension? That's a good conversation. And I love to have it with you. Come to Frequency of the Earth on Facebook, which is where I still am, but I am going to be expanding. I also have a new Facebook page that is SG Anon Group Intel. I just started it today. SG Anon has come forward. He is the person need to listen to. He's very measured. He has good intel. He's an anon. He's been with us for a long time. This one right here, so, on the screen. Can you see it on the screen? This one that's on the screen. Um, group intel. That's me. Okay. Is it got the light right logo? Let me make sure. I just I don't think there's anybody else that has done this yet. So <laughs> that's it. That's a good news uh, situation. So it's um, it's really our our great strength that will we will survive. I want to tell everybody they are doing a great job and just be understanding that this is going to take a while. And that's it. Yep, SGNN. And I just put up a couple of programs. One I want to highlight, which is. Um, it was done by America Media Paris this morning, and it is military is the only way. And I just I want to thank you very much, Brooks, for having said that, because I, I really know that this is a transitional period we're in right now. But buckle up, because, um, you know, the intel that came through uh, today is, is that we need to be prepared. We need to stay calm and measured. And we also need to work locally. That's what I know. Okay. Well, I mean, I um, I gotcha. And uh, all that stuff is great. It shouldn't take a while. It could be over in five minutes if they would just uh, move on it. There was fraud everywhere. There was fraud everywhere, but not all of it took. But there was definitely fraud in Virginia where they stole a couple of Senate seats. There was fraud in Michigan where Gretchen Whitmer stole the governor's seat and she didn't win that governor's seat. Um, the two clowns in, in Pennsylvania, Shapiro and uh, Fetter, Frank, Frankenfetter, they didn't win. Uh, they stole those seats. Uh, you know, Georgia, I'm sure Herschel Walker won that because Brian Kemp, the governor, won easily. Um, you look at Arizona and Nevada, those were both wins for the Republicans. Arizona, of course, being the worst because they stole not only the governorship, but they also stole the Senate seat from that creep. Mark Kelly stole the Senate seat there, which is critically important. And then my own, you know, even my own state in Washington, uh, Patty Murray did not win. I live in King County, which is the most blue. I didn't, I have not seen any Patty Murray signs, literally anywhere. All I saw was Tiffany Smiley. And according to the, so according to the, the polls she lost by 15 or 20 points. It's all a lie. So, you know, there was massive fraud. It was everywhere. It usually, the only place it wasn't, it's really interesting because Phil claims that he watched the operation in real time as they were monitoring all this stuff. And the only mm -hmm. place they didn't monitor was Florida, which I found interesting, which was the reddest state between, between Florida and Ohio, pretty much the reddest state out there. Um, so we have a situation now 
where Brooks, the Republicans have a tenuous hold on the House, which doesn't really do much in terms of being able to get anything passed. They keep saying, oh, we're going we're gonna to stop the 87,000 IRS agents. Well, how are you going to do that? They've already, it's already been passed. The, the money's been appropriated, and you can't do anything. Like without- I said, they, they did not, uh, they didn't bring in IRS agents. IRS is closed for business. We have 87,000 federal marshals. They have a little bit yeah. different well, we, look we to hope. them. So we hope, know. but we have to we, operate. We have to operate right now, though, in in what's visible in front of everybody, right? And, right. and what's going to happen because these people are still getting away with passing laws and stuff. And without the White House, without the the you know roadblock in the White House removed, Brooks, how are we going to how are we going to really make any change? It's well, it's, I'll tell you how it's how it's being done. According to my sources, the, now the committee chairs are going to change, and the committees are going to focus on putting a lot of pressure on a lot of those fake congressmen, the ones that got that cheated to get in. Yeah. Uh, what is going to happen is they're going to have to come before the committee, and the committee is going to make them a deal, basically resign, or we prosecute and impeach you. If you resign, you can take your money with you, and you can live your life. You could say, I have to take care of my family. I got personal issues, whatever. You get to keep your money and you get to leave. If we go through this process, you get nothing, no retirement, and you may go to jail. That's the deal it's going to be. They're going to play hardball. So this spread, and and we saw this happen uh, in uh, in, uh, between 2018 and 2020. We saw about 13 Democrats lose their seats. Now, it wasn't enough to switch the house but it was enough to really make a difference it was enough to make the democrats quite scared uh nancy pelosi did not have the sledgehammer she had a mallet and it was wood not lead but the republicans are going to extend this lead by putting pressure on these people and uh i i honestly did not think trump was going to declare because i thought the federal election commission putting pressure on him now for how he raises money and how it's allocated. They're going to watch that very closely. I thought he would wait a year. I really thought he would wait a year because then he could raise money however he wanted to raise it. But the mission is so laser-focused right now. And the reason is because it's not all about money. It's about survival. Because the Democrats are willing to kill millions, tens of millions to keep their power. And that's why the Republicans have made their move so early. Yeah, I I spoke with Vincent Fusca, who sometimes is played by John F. Kennedy Jr. at rallies. And Vincent told me, well, Trump's not going to announce until 2023 because of the the campaign financing rules. And he can get a lot more money in his packs. So the fact that he did this early indicates there was pressure to go early. Something Um, big. And it was driven by the military, I believe. Right. You know, because the program here got shifted this week. I mean, it really did. And that was because of two factors, actually three, but I'll just talk about two. One is the idea that if you declare yourself as president, they can't really go after you, or at least they can't because you are now, you know, in a a situation be identified as political uh, manipulation, you know, political people. Isn't that a DOJ policy? That's not people have been acting like that's a law or a rule. It's a DOJ policy, 
which they just violated today because now they're going to investigate a declared candidate for president. Yeah, that, that is a policy. But they exposed themselves. Yeah. Yeah, well, they did. They're- I agree. That is a policy out of the Clinton Manual for Self-Enrichment. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and like- it also has to do with the fact that they now can turn the tables over on them and that we can go to uh, military control or what you would consider as soon as they get Trump out of the way, which is really what SG Anand's been talking about, is that if they arrest him, that would be a good thing because it would put him in a, a position where he he's not able to, you know, superficially control anything. And then the military can come in, uh, declare martial law and then, you know, just make amends to everything rather quickly, because yeah, be if they. Bigger, right. So this is, yes, to speed it up so we can save lives. You know, this is another aspect that I've worked on um, because I just had somebody report to me today that we've got uh, black suburbans that are lined up down at the courthouse down there in a city not too far from where I live. And they're putting pressure. These are the men in black that I talked about God, two years ago, right, that I noticed around here that were setting fires and doing mischief. And, you know, they were before Trump really, you know, sort of got going with all this. Actually, it's not a couple of years. It's over five years ago when I first moved here. And it was the case where this is the same outfit that is making trouble. And what they do is they make they make the tribes toe the line for them. So that that is a direct connection to child trafficking. And that is something I have to intervene in. In fact, one of the reasons I was not available last week is because of that, because I'm looking into it and they've got a alignment with the Canadians who are in complete terror right now because they've come up with this regulation that stated that they will make it easier for people to kill themselves. It's it's unfrickin' believable. I mean, yeah. I'm just like, um, you know, and this is the, you know, the what do we call him, Castro Trodo? You know, I mean, he's, yeah. he's truly Castro, a, yeah. Yeah. he's he's way worse than anything that we could possibly imagine here. And I just will say that because. I've been working for the last several years with the tribes up there that have been discovering hundreds, if not thousands, of bones of children that are next to Jesuit churches all across the southern tier. And these are Native American children. So they're not too happy anymore, but they have been used by their governments, and now they have to come up with an alternative because they need the product. And I hate to put it that way, but people... Take care of your children. Yeah. And, and over and, the next couple months, don't let them out of your sight. Yeah. And, um, you know, that again, that's like right out of the Denver airport, too. Remember when they showed all the dead American Indian yes. children and the Jewish children and all that? And I mean, you know, again, it's right on the murals at Worldwide. the Denver airport. Um, so, this, I mean, it, it, it does feel like, and Candace, I was going to talk to you, uh, mention too, one of the things you missed last week was um, where we showed the photographs from the White House webcam. And I, I hope everybody can see this now. Let me, let me double check. Let me, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think everybody can see it. Um, this is the White House. Yeah, this is the White House on the 11th. 
and there's all these buses um, out in front. And, you know, you look at these white buses and they're they're prison buses. That's that's a prison bus because you can see these windows. There's 14 of them. I counted. And there's here's the uh, rear view mirror. That's a big black assembly on the front. That's this bus. That's one of these buses. You can't see the grates because you're looking at it from a different angle. But uh, th these are prison buses that were in front of the White House two of them along with another green bus and the question is on the 11th who were they picking up who were they putting away who were they taking and where were they taking them and of course you know trump made a big deal the other night out of talking about um you know nancy's gone to a foreign country i don't know blake let's let's look at it like this the other thing too candace is that they it doesn't take much to flip the senate at this point i I'm thinking Grassley is going to be president pro tempore, the interim president. He's not right now. But if Joe Manchin or Kirsten Cinema or somebody else, like if, if Brooks is right and they're basically saying to Cinema, well, we know you stole your seat and you're either, you can either, you know, join us or you can cooperate with us or you can go to prison. Uh, of course, she might like prison. I don't know. Um, it, you know, what are you going to what are you going to do and if she flips if mansion flips to a republican because oh, i'm just fed up with the democrats or something like that guys guess what then the republicans control the senate um even though it's by very very thin margins so blake i mean how do you think that's going to play and what do you what do you think about all this info that's getting thrown in front of you tonight yeah, this could play out in a lot of different ways because of that, and because because of the uh, the Republicans having the House, that does kind of in a way put pressure on the Senate and some of those more moderate uh, Democrats, reasonable ones that are going to be under pressure from their constituents or what have you to vote a, a certain way, and it's going to be all exposed rather than just having the uh, the Democrats uh, just completely dominate all, all of it uh, like they have the last uh, couple of years. So now it's going to be a, a lot more resistance, so we're going to see some uh, interesting battles going on in the House. And yeah, some of these people can either, wh whether they get pushed out of it somehow or, or they retire or somebody, one of these flips, uh, one of these races, it's possible that the, uh, the Republicans getting in there. I think it's still going to be kind of a gridlock with, uh, with the executive branch still blocking everything, but it's still good for the, uh, the public to, uh, to see this and to have those, uh, you know, these, these issues to, to banner about, especially on like social media and just win on the issues and win hearts and minds. And eventually, um, and maybe we're going to make some big strides and then push towards 2024 with some potential surprises. And we'd like to see that happen, whether it's a you know, Grassley taking over or one of these kind of big Hollywood ending type of things. I'd like to see that, but uh, well, we'll just have to uh, see it as, as it unfolds in real time. But uh, it's certainly uh, very exciting. Yeah. Um, and let's hope that Nancy's actually on her way to a Turkish prison um right now um noreen i'm sorry i don't have a setting i don't have a setting on closed captioning i think it's difficult to do um try youtube or i don't know if you're on youtube or if you're on on rumble well you can't hear me i'm i'm talking to a deaf person okay i <laughs> try try uh, YouTube. YouTube, gonna, yeah, sure. uh, it might be I, on youtube um i actually figured it out because i now have a youtube channel 
And uh, the way you do it is you go into your settings for, and it's only on YouTube. You can't do it on Rumble. And that would negate anything you would do because you take it down off of YouTube. I mean, and they don't do it on live stream. It's yeah. only what you can do afterwards. But you okay. go in and you uh, set up a, you know, the closed captioning um, format. So you could always take it. And I presume that, you know, it takes a little work. But like I've been taking old shows and putting them up and putting that on there. So because I've got several people from France and from uh, French Can Canadian that want to see the shows. So that's what I've done. So, well, that is it's. Um yeah, it won't work on it won't work on lives. Um, yeah, it won't. Not for and, and I don't I don't I don't keep the shows up on YouTube because I'll get my channels banned. And I do need YouTube to reach people when we're doing live streams. So yes, um, yes, I'm sorry about that, Marine. And uh, maybe we can try to figure out a way. Maybe we can start an obscure, quiet YouTube channel somewhere. Um, well, that's what I've done with mine. Like, so, like, hey, yeah. Dean Ryan. Nobody ever watches Dean Ryan. We'll just use his YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just had to do that. All right, um, guys. I um, and it's really interesting you, you, that Ascension is in that Q drop because Jen has been hearing Ascension is what she heard, or which is similar to Ascension or ascending, like to ascend to the throne. To us, the queen is ascended to the throne. Um, the queen's ascension to the throne. So it's very similar wording there between Q and uh, what Jen's been getting. Although Jen's been so sick, it's hard for her to get really clear stuff. So um, I, I don't know. It feels like, I guess it feels like Brooks, um, are we out in left field now? And again, Candace, do we know what Trump said tonight? I mean, how are we going to find out what he actually said? Guys? I don't know. I well, find out myself. Yeah, uh, Red Pill is, um, they're live and they will be repeatable. So you just go to Red Pill um, on Rumble and, um, you know, his channel is, you know, I could put up a link for it. It's so, you know, and that has the whole speech because it was on Getter. I mean, this is, you know, somebody on line had, because he was searching around for it and somebody said, it's on Getter. So it went live on for the whole context of it on Getter and it was really uh, incredible because what he said basically is that this is another witch hunt and that um, he actually quoted some of the Q plus drops that I've been looking at. In fact, I put a couple up on my, um, my associated uh, telegram page, which is Ruby Ray media. And so all the links are there. And then um, I also have a telegram that is, um, RRM uh, Q decodes, and that one I use for all the um, deltas, and then obviously for the new Q drops. And I do do the decodes, and I I just rushed one up because this one just came up, you know, a couple hours ago, and I haven't really had a chance to analyze it. But you know, that word ascension um, has been really um, used often by what I consider the, um, the spiritual community. And that is something that is interesting for Q because basically Q has been pretty much focused on, on science and facts and politics and, 
you know, the Great Awakening and such. But um, since I've been involved with it, and it's, it's really kind of an interesting evolution, and I could talk about this for hours, but it is the fact that they are, you know, combining their mission with a whole lot of other, um, you know, commonality between people and that's what we're doing it's where we go one we go all we want it's a big tent as reagan yep. said and i i think it's really an important point to make because i mean i get kind of hot about it so do you mike but we really have to take a back seat at this point in time be observers um pay attention to your local stuff obviously your you know and also report things in a very steady way because you know it's going to sort itself out. I mean, you know, those people that are interested in sticking around, they're going to do what they need to to do that. Uh, but we were told a long time ago that this would be called the great winnowing. And that has to do with free choice. So there's there's a very important side of this that has to do with, you know, what it is that your mission in life is. And if you're meant to go forward and to help out because it's going to be vastly different. I mean, you just got to understand that we cannot have things the way they were. We're not going backwards in time. We're going to go forwards in time. We're going to create a new world for ourselves that has no overlords, that, that agrees with our principles that were set down in the Constitution. You know, it, it's, it's really one of those you know, times is exciting to be alive. And if all of us could take a moment and just pray together that this is all going to work out, you know, keep your faith going. Keep your trust in God. Don't trust people. People can be it's really in, shady. It's all in this book, by the way, from 12 years ago, The Choice by Mike Bear. It's all in this book. All right. Um, yeah, people can be shady. Um, okay, so Special Agent Starling from Australia uh, just sent me a link that Mark Fincham, who I believe was formerly the Secretary of State of Arizona or is the Secretary or is running. Attorney General. Attorney General. Uh, Attorney General posted a link. He said, I have information. Um, hang on. Uh, let me go find it again. Where is it? It's over on By Telegram. The way, I, met with, I met with him and Wendy Rogers face to face in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I put all these questions to them. And I got to tell you, I wasn't happy with Wendy Rogers. She was yeah. she was very like, ah, we're not going to do anything about it. But uh, Mark well, Fincham is. And then I put the question to him and he said, well, you know, we're going to go after them. But they didn't. They didn't. And Arizona did it again. By the way, wow. I was very proud of the people that took the videos of Penske's trucks that were going back and forth between the ballot printing station uh -huh. and the counting center. Mm -hmm. My question is, why? This guy was streaming live. He was following the truck, streaming live. Why didn't the marshals pull that truck over and find out what the hell was in it? Because I believe there were counterfeit ballots in that truck. Oh, absolutely. They printed them out. They filled them out. And then they put them in the Penske trucks and drove them in there. We have it on film. I, I got to get to what she actually said or what Fincham actually said. Is he said, I have information from... Uh, Cochise County tonight that will delay certification. Ah, good man. So, so that's Arizona. That's the yeah. Senate and and the uh, and the governorship. Isn't he with the coalition of states, Mark Fincham? 
uh, he, he is with the Convention of States. Convention of States. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, see, these guys have all been tasked now in their individual states to start to really look at things. And if I were to say the two things that said on the Q drop, you know, those two items and the one that, you know, specifically is about the, um, the, the run back, you know, these, these guys, it's like, you know, go for it, man. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I met with them face to face two years ago and I told them what was operating in their state. And I asked them in front of 300 people live on camera. I said, uh, you know, war is justice denied. What we the people want to know is who is going to administer this justice and when? And I was looking straight at Mark when I said it. And he said, well, you know, he got all this spiral energy about him. He just he just he just parried it off. But the point is, they should have had Marshall standing by for this fraud. And if they would have pulled over that truck and rolled that door up and found those counterfeit ballots in there, unfolded, quote, mail-in ballots, they were all pre-voted from a printing machine 11 miles away from the counting center, it would have busted this whole thing wide open. That's what yeah, I discovered it, back in 2018, Brooks. I mean, oh, I, yeah. the same thing. Well, you, and and you I had boots on the over. ground that side. You didn't, truck over. you didn't pull the truck over. I'm saying. I had to had call the sheriff. <laughs> the sheriff is the one in charge of it. You can scream all day long until you know what the political process is. You got to have a sheriff that walks in and goes, mm, we're not going any further here, boys. You know, I mean, that's why I kept saying, how long ago have I said this? Meet your sheriff. Get to know him. It's the people I, I, locally that have to do this. Lock that Penske truck with my truck. Or better yet, have Steve have Warren as the sheriff. Then the they would have taken you to jail. Yeah. Right. We well, need we to do this in a proper yeah. legal way, guys. I mean, I don't care. You can scream to the heavens, but this is about personal people that have to be willing this, to put their, you know, why, their energy out there. This is why it was so critical that they smear and remove Joe Arpaio from Maricopa yeah. County Sheriff. They inserted a George Soros bought and paid for Nazi. And, you know, literally, he put up barbed wire fence and snipers on the roof of the counting center where they were bringing in all the fake ballots. Yeah. Blake, yeah. Um, without arguing logistics, Blake, <laughs> I personally, I think, I, I, I don't understand why, you know, we, what do we have? The 82nd Airborne and the 101st Airborne in Poland? Let's drop them on that counting center in Arizona, arrest everybody there, and seize all the records. That's what I think we ought to be doing. Um, what do you what do you think about what do you think about what the situation in Arizona and what would you do about it? Let's pretend you were governor. What would you do in Arizona right now? What would you have uh, here's what I would have done? I would have said, wait a minute, our election infrastructure has been attacked by a foreign nation. That is an act of war. We will respond in kind. I will call out the National Guard. What would you do, Blake, in that situation? You're the, you're, you're well, the governor of Arizona. I mean, yeah, I, I would absolutely put in the National Guard or something, but I know exactly who has the jurisdiction there. And as, as you pointed out, it's not you know, right. Sheriff Arpaio. They got rid of him. So it's the sheriff that's supposed to be in charge. But if he's a Soros puppet, then he's not going to do anything. So that's why they're never going to States run the election. So theoretically, the governor has yeah. the authority to intervene when he finds 
proof or evidence of fraud going on in a state-run election. So he had the authority well, to send the National you, Guard. In. You remember well, though that that George Soros conducted a massive. This is in 2018, or actually prior to it, a massive, what he called a Secretary of State campaign. Yeah, he actually bought several secretaries of state. They're the ones that conduct the elections. Well, excuse me, you can't. Uh, no, the, you know, you got to understand, Brooks, how it really works. And you got to get down there and you got to do it yourself because it has to do with county clerks. They're the ones that are sitting at the helm of the movement of the ballots. So if they get a box of ballots that are delivered and there's no source, there's no chain of custody. custody. Okay, so if we know that that is the case, when they came in in 2020 and Biden put up a big thing about, well, all the states now can do it any way they want to, they completely went against their own laws in terms of yeah. chain of custody this oh, whole yeah. thing was caused by that so okay so so now we sit here in the, on this day after the fact and we go gosh why didn't we do something about it back then yeah because they locked us all down this is right. because well, from the get-go this was not about a, a virus the pandemic was completely De designed to sit in the front of everything and say, well, we have to allow mail-in ballots. That's bullshit. I mean, right. we absolutely put up with way too much because of fear. We've got to get rid of the fear. We've got yeah. to be bold about this and demand that things be done according to your state law. Carrie Lake came out and said just last week, she did... She said, from day one, we are going to look at the state of Arizona's laws. That's what a governor is in charge of. Yeah. And they go to that little part where they it has several pages are about how you conduct an election. I swear to God, I've said this before. I'll say it again. You, everybody that's listening to this, go out and on the Internet, go to your state and the state regulation that has to do with with voter process. Read it down and go like, well, how many things did they go against? Then you call your state representative and say, you know, I've noticed a lot of indiscretions as far as the way this has been run. And, you know, I've got a friend who's an attorney and we're gonna sue your ass for this. That's yeah, the way you go about it. See, it doesn't matter because Hobbs, for instance, did not run the race. She never debated. She never ran an ad. You I know. There's she another fact. She knew it was all fixed. Hobbs took the shuttle bus, passed all the runners to the winner's circle, and grabbed the trophy. It doesn't matter what. And like my my associate in at uh, at uh, Patriot uh, Channel says, uh, David Webb. First you win, then you make policy. And that's the deal. Hobbs won. So she gets to make the policy. Fuck that. Well, she didn't win. That's the whole point is she didn't win. I mean, look, the, the thing is, it's so ridiculous. Well, that's about coming it. apart. I, I, the thing that's so ridiculous about it, again, is is all the, you know, you have to believe. Uh, if you believe that Katie Hobbs won, then what you believe is that millions of people, more than a million people 
voted for um, a Republican for Senate and a Republican for Secretary of State and didn't vote for Kerry Lake for governor, who's the most popular gubernatorial candidate they've ever had in Minnesota or in Arizona and was way ahead. Even in a left-leaning poll, she was way ahead. Same thing applies. Same she thing applies to uh, Blake, of Arizona. Yeah, Blake Masters. And again, I, I Candace, uh, there was a point I was going to make about Secretary of State. I mean, you look at look at what they've done and how devious they are by putting their people into these Secretary of State offices. We have another example. A lot of mm -hmm. people try to put. A lot of people try to put this Torre says person on my my chat. And I won't allow it because you know why? Because she's fucking deep state. You know what she did? She ran the Secretary of State in Ohio, okay, which is turning red. Why did she do that? Because she's a MAGA Republican truther is what she said. She did it for one reason, to draw votes away from the Republican Secretary of State right, candidate, right. which could right. have thrown the race to the Democrat, okay, which is how they do it. You know, oh, I just, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, definitely get the right person in there. And it has to be me. It has to be Matt. She's not MAGA. She's deep state. She used to work for Dick fucking Cheney. Sorry, I F-bombed again. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. And, and so again, yeah, I won't tolerate any of her crap on my Telegram chat or anywhere else. And, and that was the purpose. And that's what they've done. Fortunately, Ohio was so red that you can now you can now call florida and ohio red states they are no longer sure. swing states they are red states the problem is is that there should have been a lot of other states that went red in this election cycle republicans got somewhere between 4.5 and 6 million more votes than democrats yet somehow have this barely small majority I know, in the house I know. And well, they, it's not real. It's not real. This is, well, no, it is real because they are interested only certain states that have the most amount of, right, right. it gets back to the uh, 2020 election. Hang Who's got the most electoral right. college? Hang on. Just it, a that's all it is. No, sweetie. Hang on a second, Candace, because the point I'm making here is, uh, is, is look, we have to understand or we have to face the reality that something's got to be done. Otherwise, it'll just keep happening. I mean, why is Donald Trump, why is Donald Trump running in 2024 when the same thing is just going to happen again? Right, Blake? I mean, you know, he didn't happen. mention 2024. Well, but it said no. 2024 on the lectern. So it did say that on the lectern. But well, it's but. it's we, we have to understand that this is going to happen way sooner than you think. We know that your issues, Mike. And what? we're working on it. Okay, okay, I'm the official representative of the digital <laughs> army. One thing we didn't want to have happen, which unfortunately would have if we had turned the tables over on them a while ago, is a lot of people would have been caught in the flack because they they don't have any regard for people. There would have been a civil war and yeah. we would have had bombs going off in this country. So just count yourself, you know, in the <laughs> column that says, you know, I'm glad that this happened this way, which is the perspective I want to give you now, because you're going to be feeling that way in a couple of months. And uh, Jennifer Falah agrees with me on that one, that we do have to be patient. We do have to understand this is a process. We're trying to get through to as many people as we can. Where we go one, we go all. And every day we're gaining new um, helpmates in this process. And like I, you know, have explained, you just have to understand that this is a local thing. You get involved with your local stuff. You can do it. You can do it from your computer and just be ready for 
when it really happens because, you know, it is, we're very close to that moment. So, yeah, I'm I'm also seeing people over here in the chat talk about we need to get into ballot harvesting. No, we don't. Ballot harvesting is or should be completely illegal because it's basically ballot fraud. That's correct. Um, And, and no, we shouldn't do that. What we need to do is outlaw ballot harvesting of any kind and make it a 20 year prison sentence. If you're caught doing it even once, it's got to all stop. And and again, I, I'm sorry, but well, we stopped it in Montana. Well, you know, good. so I, I'm good. telling you, Mike, I've got an example here. You I'm cannot sorry. say that it can't be done. That's and that's what I want to tell people is that and, you and have South to be proactive. Right, you, well, you can't do it in South Dakota either. You can't do it in North Carolina. Damn either. right, South Dakota. We're together on that one. You can't do Christy Noam got reelected. Right. You can't do it in Florida. That's why Phil was watching every state except Florida, because it was all taken care of there. But Blake, mm-hmm. I mean, Blake, what what hope, do you have, what hope do you have that that this election process is going to be fixed in two years? Just as an everyman kind of sitting there, do, you know, Gonzo reporter, every man. But TV's Blake Wally. Yeah. What hope do you have that this process is going to be fixed in two years, especially where it needs to be fixed, which is Pennsylvania, Michigan, Arizona, those places. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Uh, yeah, not, not much unless they can really expose that and get both sides on board with that, which is tough because, I mean, they made like the 2000 Mules movie, but they just they don't want to listen. They don't care. And they have no incentive to change anything as long as they're in power. They how love this. Taking, it's the greatest thing that's ever boys. happened. Yeah. How about taking some good old boys and a couple of record trucks and go out and pick those Zucker boxes up and smash them? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, they have video. They have video again, guys, of ballot boxes, the Zucker boxes being stuffed in Arizona again in Maricopa County. They have the video of it again. So it's like, okay, let's try to look towards the solution. TV's Blake Wally. What do you, first, I'm going to ask you what you think the solution should be versus what do you think is going to happen in terms of let's pretend. That we have a clean election in 2024 what do you think has to happen to get there and what do you do you think it will re- really happen that way um I, i'm skeptical now as trump outlined and as dr brooks has uh, mentioned already there's the different process of same day voting you know uh voter id paper ballots i mean that would be the most common sense approach but then the left will just scream that they're uh, you know repressing voters or what have you and then they'll have mark elias the dnc lawyer uh stamp it all down and then we won't have any so they're going to try to do everything they can, of course, to uh, to steal it. And then they're going to have all these immigrants. I think it's like 5 million people have already come over the border. So they're probably going to try to uh, get them legalized. Uh, if it's 2 million or 5 million or whatever, and then however many people they continue to allow, unless maybe the Republicans actually grow a pair and do something to stop it in the next two years. So they're going to find, they have every incentive in the world to keep doing this. And ballot harvesting is illegal in Arizona, but it seems like they were up to some shenanigans somewhere and they're going to keep doing these tricks. And the deep state is never going to you know stop doing this. Well, I don't know if that can be, put out on the public awareness enough where everybody just goes, yeah, let's uh, agree to that. I just think for the left, it's the ends justify the means and they'll exactly. do anything to win. That's right. And that's, that's it. So the end, the ends justify the means is, is literally the, you know, the, the catchphrase of Bolsheviks, yeah. communists everywhere. It always has been. 
Um, and that's why we have to, uh, we can't negotiate with these people, I don't think. Um, Brooks, what do you think needs to happen to fix elections by 2024? And what do you think will happen by 2024? Well, you're going to have to start tomorrow. You can't wait till, you know, 2023 and three quarters and try to do something about it. The first thing that has to happen is ballot harvesting has to be disemboweled. Every single state needs to say, no way, we're not doing this anymore. Second thing that needs to happen is uh, we need to go to, instead of election month, we maybe pare it down to election week. Say we got seven days from Friday to Friday, seven days to vote. And that way, the artificial intelligence can't take the numbers off those tabulators and start doing their calculations. You know, we had uh, precincts, towns that had 120, 140% voter turnout. You know, this is fake. You mm -hmm. know, it's fake, but that's the way the AI works. The AI looks at the vote tally at the end of each night and says, okay, we need 40,000 more votes from these three areas and the printing presses run. They have all the information because the Chinese hacked uh, Equifax in 2018 and got all the information they needed. Every voter, every address, every phone number, when you voted, who, how you voted, whether you voted, whether you moved, and they print these ballots and run them through the machine. It would take years to find all this fake stuff. You've got to stop it. You've got to crush it down to a, a small window where the AI cannot possibly keep up. That's what they did in South Dakota. That's what they did in Florida. And that's how they were able to overwhelm the system. You can't do it when you have a state like Arizona where you have like five weeks. And then after the election's over, then the AI can just sit there and print ballots, just print them and count them. Yeah, well, we and five hundred ninety-two. I, I disagree. There need to be no machines involved, no computers. It needs to be. Um, oh, there can't you. even be counting machines. Everything needs to be hand counted. Needs to be a paper ballot with a valid citizenship ID, including you know your passport or your birth certificate. You have to register like they do TSA or something like that before you can even right. vote. And it's one day. It's one day. It's election day. If we have to make that a national right. holiday, I'm fine with that. But that's what has to be asked to happen. Um, and if you say, well, we have too many people in our precinct, then shrink the precinct. Make a different precinct. Shrink the precinct where that and, number of people can vote right. in one day. Right. And pay the people to actually be uh, be be workers there a little bit. Any, any number of those solutions could possibly be it. Look, let's face it. If you had honest elections, Republicans would have four or five, six seat majority in the Senate. They'd have probably a 40 seat majority in the House and all the governorships would have been one that were in dispute. Uh, and Patty Murray would not, you know, Senator Airhead would not be my senator anymore. Actually, um, I think the Democrat Party would be bankrupt if it, it was- It would fair. be done. It would probably be done. Uh, yeah, 75% of the people felt like everything was going in the wrong direction, but they still voted for Democrats. Okay, so Nicole wants to know, Candace, how did you get nominated as our digital soldier representative? And an honest question, just wondering if, is there a centralized command for the Anon movement? Candace, I don't know if you can answer that question or not. Can you answer it? Um, that's pretty funny because I didn't, yeah. 
you know, I'm just saying that I happen to do research within that field. So that's all I am as a researcher. Okay. okay. I don't, okay. Uh, you know, I, I did sort of say that, you know, I could be I think there. she wants to volunteer, of, Candace. That's what I think she, I think Nick wants to volunteer for Australia. Well, that's, that's good, you know, because we need as many people as we can. And, uh, you know, but it does take a, a lot of time. I, I don't get paid. So thank God I have, you know, reserves, but you know, it's uh, it's really just a matter of um, kind of going to the boards, you know, ACUN. And since, uh, you know, we're active again within that, that you know, icon, um, you know, you could get on and you start breaking bread. It's a, it's a process, you know, and um, I've been doing it for years. It's not easy to figure out, but then, you know, we accept new Anons on that board. And, you know, there are older ones that take you under their wing. And, you know, it's actually pretty vital. Um, it, it, I have to say that the team has shifted, though. And uh, the new team is not um, the same. And it's going to be, you know, there's going to be a process here. So I appreciate that question. I hope I answered it because... Um, what's yeah. most important for people is to get involved in their local area because all of this can be assessed by people that are in the know, that have a good attitude, and that show up because a lot of what you're talking about, it's all about them being able to do things because they think nobody is watching. So we have them on the, on the ropes at this point in time. And they are throwing out the kitchen sink, you know, on this one. Uh, they have no, no, no other plan. We've pushed them really hard over the last two years to expose their weaknesses. And that's what I want to say. Everything that you guys have, have talked about is absolutely valid. But in the back rooms, and I'm talking about our back rooms, where we have far bigger numbers and then you align yourself with the folks that, you know, that really have the uh, capacity to flip the switches. And I agree completely. I don't want to see any computers whatsoever um, doing our vote counting for us, number one, because they're overseas primarily. Mm -hmm. uh, but number two is that we are still on the old copper network. And that, I have to make a distinction because I've done 32 programs now with Ruby Ray Media, and I've talked extensively about what's going on with the internet because bar anything else, the two things that we have to eliminate is their capacity to break into networks without us knowing. That's because our internet signal goes through so many portals, so many switches, and they can, they can siphon that, that off Every time you go on, you don't know where your your signal is going through. It's all done in microseconds. Right. But right. we well, have been setting up. A, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. We, we've been setting up a network that works on light, light waves. You can't break into fiber optic cable unless you cut it and put it through a procedure that then, you know, physically manifested into other networks. It's like water. You know, you can't just break in because the water leaks all over the place, right? So when we get to that point, which we are doing right now, and there are certain states that have been 
you know, really smart about their stuff. All right. So I can use Montana as an example because I'll try to be short with this. <laughs> God, I just explained it three times in the last 24 hours. People have the capacity to get on to Starlink. Okay. That's a direct process where your signal goes up and that comes back to the portal that you're looking at, up and then back to your computer. That's why they do it so fast. Duh. Okay, so if I take that as an example and say, how can you get Starlink? Well, you go on their website, you buy it, they deliver it, you set it up, and then you're done. Now there's other options. Fiber optic cable, which is in a lot of cities, but you have to kind of figure it out. You got to go with your service and say, well, how does this work? We happen to have a huge area that is rural in Montana. Obama put out a lot of money for rural um, connection to the internet. And he, they put out bids and everything. Nobody wanted to do it because we have like two people that need service in one area, you know, there's no money in it, okay? They didn't want to build a tower, so it would connect two people. Done deal. So we took that money. We didn't spend it. They gave it to the states. So look at your state and say, where is that money that you were given for this? It's and in then people. I realized that because I'm kind of a smart cookie, okay? So I made a few phone calls and said, you know, there's a lot of money here. And we had somebody move into Montana that uh, – actually has a, a lot of say-so, and this is fairly common knowledge that Don Jr. came into this state, and he helped to set up Starlink. We were a model state. We have Starlink from one end to the other. In fact, all along the 47 parallel, which you could get, Mike, because you're on the 47 as well in Seattle. I do need to but, for it. I agree with you, yeah. Well, you know, okay, but it takes, you know, you got to go for it. But it's so much easier to plug into the Wi-Fi that's local and you pay your 60 bucks or 100 bucks or use your phone. Guys, get off the devices because that's where all the corruption is coming through. That's right. where the AI is fed through. Well, right. But, I, you know, Candace, I, I do think we need one election completely without computers, completely clean. I don't, I, you know, uh, anything. Well, that's what I'm saying is I, I agree completely until it becomes yeah, completely yeah, recoded yeah. and available to everybody, because right now we're in an in-between and they're, believe me, they're corrupting everything. So so right. we go to paper ballots. We go to one day, one day, I agree, one day, though, you know, that you have to vote, not six days, not seven days, not three weeks right. and no mail in ballots, zero even absentee ballots, which I understand. But there's triple signed. OK, there's a procedure and they go from your hand to the county clerk and yeah. that's it um yeah they're that not is bailed they're... yeah that it that is me uh laura mike barra um I, i'm chatting over here when brooks sends me a private chat i'm putting it in the chat so if that's what you're talking about yes that's me i was gonna say about nicole um you know down there we can make her the number one agent the anon agent down there in australia which will hopefully soon be the 51st state uh the part about her showing up though i think you might have a little trouble with her on that i, I know her well enough <laughs> to know that. all right uh just kidding tv's blake wally all right um 
Got, okay, so the, I got two things to report, two sets of rumors. The broker just sent me, one of my contacts, the broker just sent me this notice on Facebook. He's saying that a guy named Texas Snake, who was involved in the financial reset and knows some people, I think at Treasury, posted this. He said, earlier today, the banker was advised by his home office that it appeared it would not be necessary to staff all of the currency exchange centers over the weekend. That word reached me around three o'clock. Then about 7.20 tonight, he called with an update. Now he's advised to have his entire staff of trained exchange staff on call throughout the weekend, which is a fairly normal thing, and to be positioned to have all locations open within an hour of notification. That means if you work at one of these supposed exchange centers that you can't be more than an hour away from your uh, work location all during the weekend because things might go. The best guess was for Sunday, but it could happen anytime. Late reporting due to being away from the computer until now. Well, thank you, Mr. Broker. The other thing is, is that I haven't had a chance to read um, read what what Phil, his he was going to have a live stream tonight, but they're saying somebody called him away. He, he left to go work on something important. So it feels like things are happening. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, I think Phil knows some people. I think Phil has some programming experience. Um, I don't know any, let's, I mean, this has been a crazy, crazy show. Things are happening. Nobody's seen Trump's full statement yet. Blake, where are we at? Where do we go from here? Where will we be next week? What do you think? Uh, I'm looking to see the, I mean, the FDX thing, that's going to be the huge story that they are yep. trying to cover. Watching uh, also the, the break with the, the mainstream media versus Twitter and Elon called it out. And I've been like glued to crypto Twitter for a week, just watching all the details. And then you see the New York times, the Washington post, even Forbes putting out these little puff pieces. Like the Democrats got caught really like red handed oh, with this yeah. thing. They weren't prepared for this. So now the whole money laundering racket. Now they're just, they're, they're freaking out. It was a very strange week for the markets too. Like unusually quiet. I was kind of expecting to see a, a dump or two, but it's not uh, happened yet. I don't know if it will, but I mean, the fallout is just, we're barely scratching the surface, I think, of this whole scandal and the and what the the uh, guy that was overseeing the bankruptcy, I, I guess, was a uh, part of the oversaw the uh, the Enron and said the FTX yeah. thing was way worse than that. So, oh yeah, once that starts to unravel, we might take a pause for Thanksgiving, but I think that's that's looming and it's gonna, it's going to hit sometime by before the end of the year. I think Bank who knows Freed, how bad it's going to get. I think Bankman Fried is a loose end. And he's going to disappear. Yeah. Well, um, I, I just posted a meme from it's a Hillary Clinton tweet. You know, um, bank Mr. Bankman Freed was a good friend of my husband Bill Clinton, and his impending suicide has saddened us all. You know, <laughs> something like that. So yeah. Okay. So you're going with FTX. I do think the FTX is just the tip of the iceberg. There's That's FTX. Trump mentioned the Hunter Biden. Um, the Hunter Biden laptop and the Hunter Biden, which show, you know, runs the corruption all the way up to Biden himself. Uh, before he was, when he was going to do his live stream, he got called away for his expertise. According to Phil, he was saying, he was saying Joe Biden is going to resign in disgrace very soon, I guess is what he was saying. So, um, you know, I, that seems like a plausible scenario. I, I don't know, Brooks, where do you see us headed next? What do you think is the next shoe to drop 
I, well, I think uh, TV's Blake Wally nailed it. I think FDX is a very big deal. It's a multi-billion dollar deal. And it's not just any multi-billion dollar deal. It's the main money laundering conduit for getting U.S. taxpayer dollars through Ukraine and back to the DNC. That is enormous. It has the potential, actually, to bankrupt the party. Yeah, it does. And, you know, again, I, I w- I've been saying for months on this show and others that, you know, Ukraine is nothing but a giant money laundering operation. But I didn't have the mechanism until the FTX thing broke. And now we have the mechanism. We know exactly how they did it, right? So, That's it. Um, you know, and, and why did all the people go... Why did all the politicians go there, um, and, you know, including Mitch McConnell, which, by the way, as much of a shithead as Mitch McConnell is, we have to thank him for one thing. He stopped Merrick Garland for being put on the Supreme Court. And there, there is not a more incompetent, corrupt, traitorous piece of shit in the U.S. government than Merrick Garland. And he he deserves to pay the price that traitors pay. He, he really does for what he's doing tonight, trying to do to former President Trump. Yeah, something like something like that. Um, so I, you, you got to thank him for that. But that's why these guys all went to the Ukraine is I, I thought, well, they're bringing back cash in their diplomatic bags, which I'm sure they did. But it was also probably to set up their FTX accounts and things like that. So uh, we got them now finally by the balls. If only here's the thing, Candace. I agree with what you said earlier. Basically, you said, you know, in a feminine way, we got them by the balls. You basically said that earlier. The thing is, we're all ready for them to start squeezing. Okay, so what are they going to squeeze? Let's start squeezing their nuts and really, I mean, maybe we're doing that a little bit now. What do you, what do you think is is the next thing? If you had to guess, what's the next thing that's going to fall, Candace? Well, right now we're working on the internet, and uh, there's a couple of things that that I can sort of say is already in process. And uh, you know, for my needs in terms of what I use the internet, I've set up my system so that I'm only getting what I consider pure stuff. Um, we only have basically three three platforms that have been you know, reamed out enough. And I will say Rumble is fairly safe. I haven't had any problem with that. I've mm-hmm. actually made money off of it, which I like people to go and do views because they're paying people now and they have little ads, you know, and it uh, kind of is working better and better and better. And they've um, they've taken it public. So, you know, there's a chance to invest if you want to in, in a good quality platform as soon as, True Social put their anointing on it. You know, that is working out. Now, I I can't say as much about Facebook as I would like to. It's a decent platform. It's going to go public. And I think that the next step here in my mind is that we are going to go after the mainstream media. I think they need to be taken down. I think they need to be put in handcuffs and dragged off in front of the public. They basically are making no money right now. They're, they're lost leaders. They're being propped up by the globalist, which we've got to start saying this in a little different way. We are being controlled from outside of this country, like what Brooks said. Is that what, that's what we have to prove. That's what we have to shake in front of our constitution. And the guys that are now going to be controlling the, con- the Congress, the House of Representatives, 
they're the ones that are saying these very words. I mean, they're already out there planning for it. So you and I have talked about it for years. When are we going to see Anderson Cooper frog marched off the stage? I know. That's it. That's I'm waiting for waiting, it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And believe me, I, I don't watch a second of CNN, but I'll be all over it when that happens because yeah, no we'll all hear about it. We have a good, you know, alternative group of folks that have gotten together and primarily on um, on what I would say is Telegram. And, you know, for our communications are good, for our sharing of information. We've got a lot of channels out there. Um, you know, I just I want to uh, I gave a plug already for the Ruby Ray Media. We don't have any, you know, market share. We don't have any people, but uh, we are trying to come forward. And we have a new series we just started um, on Thursday and, and yesterday, and that is with um, a gentleman from Arkansas who's a, a big time media producer. And we're going to be coming up with product here. Uh, we're going to be staging our own website, which of course is, you know yet to be determined but we'll have you know more of a presence and i also am going to break the news everybody needs to know Wilson daily has been rebranded and you know to be really honest about this this had to be done and it had to be done because we just were not making any money now i can't say we i'm not any part of this but um it is now called um, Our News. Uh, let's see if I can get it up here. I've got to say oh, it right. I know, I know. It's Our <laughs> News World. We actually, Pat Candace not prepared for a second, guys. So we can mark well, this I just, I, I just cleaned out all my caches, so I had to go find it again. Okay, right, and that's what's, something what's, you should do regularly, too. Our yeah, News okay. World. Okay, our so it's... World. Yes, and you it's know, our a, world should really just buy out the next level news, and you guys should work together. That's what should happen, right, Blake? Well, what's going to be set up is a it has a, a presence as far as a, a sort of a Facebook format, and then it is going to be uh, opened up and have content creators. Again, they're rock solid. They're actually based in the cloud, and outside of this country, they're all Linux uh, programmed. Um, they have some good designers and, uh, you know, so again, we're looking at, you know, the future here, but I think that that is really going to take over the position that CNN has had in the past. And, wow. you know, that was a vision um, that was, you know, created three years ago. And, um, you know, it's just taken a while because I tell you, building something from the ground up from your basic code, it's complicated. So, you know, understanding it and then being able to explain it. But right now, that's what we have coming together. We've got RSBN, who has got a good presence. They're out at all the rallies. You know, yep. they've done a good job. And um, then there's um, there's one other presence that, that I can sort of speak about right now, and that's Rumble. Um, I already spoke about that. So anyway, so that's kind of the rundown. And I, I do think that that we're very close to turning the tables on the mainstream media. Uh, we've already seen some arrests. Um, I've got to say that a lot of people are gone because 
I've been tracking the aircraft, and uh, we have seen some really out-of-sequence flights to Gitmo. And that was um, really the last two weeks. It's picked up quite a bit. And those, um, you know, I wasn't aware of the, uh, the uh, you know, prison um, vans uh, sitting out, prison buses. But I've got to say on uh, Tuesday night, when uh, Trump gave his uh, speech at Mar-a-Lago, the White House was uh, golden. It was lit up with gold. Really? And I think that's a very good sign. Yeah. Gold yeah, standard. we saw that. Yeah, I mean, gold standard. The gold um, standard. Yeah. So I, I want to do a shout out here, too. Um, it, it was there was post earlier um, a couple of days ago from some Anon or some. I don't really know who it is. I'm looking for it as we speak. But he said. 1118, there's going to be a major development about a former United States president. And that guy freaking nailed it. I got to go back and find that. Uh, anybody who's on Telegram, go find it. Let's repost it on Mike Barra chat. Because whoever that guy is, we need to pay attention to him. He was exactly right with Merrick Garland's announcement today. Candace, thanks for wrapping that up. A couple other things I want to say. I want to say Brooks Agnew is not a financial advisor and he is not giving you financial advice. He's simply reporting what his experience was with crypto versus gold. Right. Um, also, Red Pill 78's channel on Rumble. Let's go out. I got to turn off the chat if I'm going to do that. Let's go out and look at that. This is uh, Zach has President Trump's special announcement from Mar-a-Lago on Friday night live stream uh here it is it's rumble it's red pill news is the channel it's got an rp78 logo but it's red pill news so if you want to watch it i do i'm gonna go watch it on uh roku as soon as we're done here so there's that if you guys want to watch it and the last thing i guess uh mark z said today that he knows people in military at gitmo and things are really happening there actually uh, what I want to do is get final statements from Brooks and Blake, anything you guys want to talk about. And then Candace, I just remembered, I have another question I want to ask you. Brooks or Blake, let's get, let's Blake, Blake's. So Blake's like Miss Fluffy Muffy, my kitty. He just kind of, kind of waits his turn and doesn't really jump in on anything. Blake, what do you got for us? Anything else you want to discuss that we didn't get around to tonight? And no, I don't have, I don't think we have time for a top five. I'm burned out. I want to go to bed. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Blake. No worries. Um, wasn't there something uh, coming out with uh, Epstein? Isn't like a judge? I know some one of our great listeners put that in the uh, chat earlier. Yeah, I can't read um, my writing. I've been Paul Martin's. I can't read my writing, but it was mentioning Paul, there's, that uh, there's going to be maybe a disclosure from that too. The there's a uh, with the report. judge. We'll see. Yeah, there's a report that they are going to release yeah. the Epstein client list. Um, Ooh. That's a report in a fairly mainstream news media. So that should be pretty interesting stuff. Um, and then okay. maybe a Seth Rich, I don't know if that'll get revealed. But I mean, there's a couple other things that are kind of looming in the background that uh, might get interesting if they yeah. uh, reveal to the public. We justice, shall see. Justice for Seth Rich is something that needs to happen. Okay. Uh, Brooks, anything? And then Arizona race. Yeah. Sorry, the yeah, Arizona. If, recount. Yeah, if they, if they do a recount. recount and not just a recount, but a, a an audited recount. Um, Terry Lake's going to win, and so is Blake Masters. But Brooks, yeah. So here's the 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 main thing to pay attention to. You know, four year presidency goes so fast. Three hundred sixty uh, 
five days a year except for one, so many hours in a day, and Trump worked them harder than any president ever. But now we have six years, two years in exile, four years in the White House. I'm going to predict that his running mate is going to be very powerful. It might even be Ron DeSantis. If that's true, it will be unstoppable, absolutely unstoppable. But the next two years, President Trump is president in exile, and he's already the kingmaker. They're afraid of him. They know he won like 219 out of 235 uh, endorsements. That has never happened before. The next two years are going to be devastating to the Democrats. He doesn't have to be Speaker of the House. He has the power to rally. And I will say then, and I'll say now, he's the only man in history that could pull 60,000 people together in the rain to sing the national anthem. Right, right. He is and, the man. Yeah, and I was just going to say, you know, the Democrats were devastated in 2018, in 2020, 2016, 2018, 2020, and 2022. Yep. And I, I, what I want to know is what are the real numbers from all those elections? Because we know Hillary Clinton did not come anywhere near as close to the presidency as it appeared that night. So there was massive fraud that night. It's just time for all this truth to come out. Okay, Candace, I have one last question for you. I don't know if you know anything about this, but Charlie Ward, who is the point man or the face of the quantum financial system, which is the root of the financial reset, whatever form that's going to take. And hopefully it takes one where Mike gets to sip, you know, drinks next to his pool in Vegas. But um, he was invited to dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, yeah. Uh, the night before Trump's, the weekend before Trump's announcement. What do you think that means? And did you know that, Candace, before we go? Okay, well, yeah, I, I kind of followed this along because, of course, um, a lot of our, and I call them kind of peripheral patriots. Okay, so um, mm -hmm. actually, Charlie is now living in this country. So um, he has been on the short list for a long time because he has a, he has a doctor, okay, and he also has a lot of connections to the UK and we were looking for somebody that was like that. So it doesn't surprise me, but there were in fact quite a few of the crowd of people that were at the announcement on Tuesday. And, um, you know, some of them were brought out in a very unpleasant way because guess who else was there where the, where the, uh, you know, vice and, uh, the, um, you know, the, the secondary program that are the ones that have doxxed and, and scammed and, you know, their frauds and all that. So, um, yeah, we, we do have to pay attention to all this because we are now getting to a point, and this was brought up earlier, about the people that, you know, are the true patriots as opposed to the, you know, like Tory said, people that are infiltrators. That's what we've called them for a long time. And it is something that we've been very aware of. And we now have, you know, we've turned up the heat on those people that are the fakes and we're getting, bringing forward the ones that are, you know, truly useful and, and clear of heart and um, typically Christian um, because there's a real division point here, and I just want to bring it up, is that we've got 
God on our side. He is He is in control. He's done the handwriting on the wall, and he is, is acting through people. These are the folks that had been given their mission and that have stuck with it and been having good character and having good intentions and have not swayed and not been brought in to the demonic possession or the demonic uh, purpose that basically the deep state and the globalists are working under. And it's very clear. We're starting to really sort it out in a very real way because they have hidden in our midst for so long. They've become comfortable with our way of life. They've been comfortable with all sorts of, you know, methods of, uh, of acting that, that are like, you know, you just go, well, that could be good, you know, when in actuality it's being run by people that are satanic ritual abusers. And this is what I've been working in for a long time because we have to look at the difference. A lot of times I've been able to do it because I am standing right in front of them. They feel different. And But when you're online, they can get by with a lot of shit. It's just like trying to figure out, well, that sounds good, but should I really, like, follow this? Should I spend time with it? You know, I mean, the AI, that what is Elon working on? He's eliminating the AI and the bots and the, you know, the control aspect of Twitter that they were you know, perfectly comfortable with. I mean, he just did a survey that, you know, you know, should we let Trump back on? I, I think that we're in that phase where we're cleaning house. So that's what we have to think about. That's how we're going to approach it. And that's what my attitude towards it is, is that somebody like Charlie has probably, you know, he's good of heart. And that's, we've got to Start letting those folks back in and understand that they do have good intel for us. And also then um, giving it the proof test. I think all of us need to think in terms of that you got to get three good resources before you open your mouth. That's been my moniker ever since I started reporting, and that goes back years and years. And, you know, I had to work on film sets, and I, I had to be able to interpret people's, you know, intent and that's not easy, but that's like psych 101, you know. Um, yeah. So that's a that's a very real situation. And I want to advise everybody, if, if you don't understand that concept, sit back for a while and talk to creator, talk to God, let him, you know, it, advise you. And, and really do, you know, think of this seriously, because this is what will help you to survive. And, you know, Mike... And used circular sources. That's right. They have yeah. their, their, their. Uh, you know, I call it uh, circular logic or negative uh, programming. You know, negative loops, negative mind loops, which they can install in your brain. And my my formula up. is: if you go to more than one source and they use exactly the same words, it's fake. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's no, I mean, that's exactly how the media operates, isn't it? That's that's right. a very good point to bring up. You know, that's not um, how you do, you know, research. I mean, you you find it out in a true sense in terms of what's behind them. You know, if they're just a pretty face and they're spouting the words they're they are, that's news actors. That's, 
But I mean, if they say the same words like dangerous to our democracy over and over. That's right. (laughs) I got to film this. I got to put that Um, out. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, guys, we don't discuss Jordan Sather here. Um, Used to be buddies. Then he attacked me. Uh, he can take himself and his pointy little man nipples and uh, get the fuck out of here and never come back. Okay. He's, I, 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 he doesn't have any sources. He, he's not connected. People are saying he was at Mar-a-Lago. I, I seriously doubt that. No, he uh, was, he was Mike. And he actually is one of those that we need to be very cautious about. Cause guess who wrote him up in an article was, was daily beast, you know, vice, when they bring forward people like that, now I've fought this for quite a long time, and I know the good from the bad, but, you know, this is just another indicator, and you're exactly correct. You need to have a, you know, caution sign out when you deal with folks like that, and I can tell you all about him because I went head-to-head with him uh, not that long ago. So All right. Um, well, uh, all I can I, say, he was with me in, in at, at uh, Contact in, in the Desert. He was with yeah. me. Dallas, he was with me in Vegas. So he yep. is where everywhere I am. I don't know how he gets well, there. That's, uh, again, not well, he's dogging you. He's dogging you just like he dogged Juan. You know? As he lost his audience, he just started attacking everybody else who has a bigger audience. So, uh, you know, I'm just done with the guy. I've, I've had it. Um, and he has pointy little hard, rock hard man nipples. And I just don't like that. <laughs> um <laughs> really you, nobody should mess with me i'm just whoever you are don't mess with me if you get into a, a battle like that i'm smarter than you i'm funnier than you and i'm gonna rip you to shreds so just yeah. don't engage with me and, and he has uh, big friends he has big yes. friends and i have i have i have some very powerful friends actually oh yeah uh but um Do- just nick is saying donald trump's thing is on his website nick i just or his rumble i just went to his rumble i don't see tonight's speech there uh i do see it on red pill 78 so i would say if you really want to make sure you get the speech go to red pill 78 it, there, rumble is weird though i'm just gonna you know not i'm not criticizing you nick i just uh rumble is weird and videos will appear like i'll, I'll go to a channel on my phone and there'll be a a video there and then I go to watch it on my Xbox and that video is not in their list. And I don't understand how or why rumble. You need to fix that. Everything needs to be the same. Um, I agree until Elon brings back Trump and Alex Jones. He's not a free speech advocate. He still has something to prove, although we do like him. I will Candace take your advice and try to get on Starlink as soon as possible. There are people saying EBS is this weekend. A lot of people feeling like there's a big thing going on, but we feel like that a lot and nothing happens. Um, I want everybody here to have a great Thanksgiving. I don't know about a Thanksgiving Black Friday show next week. We'll see how everybody feels about doing it. Um, I want you to have a great Thanksgiving. I want you to have a great weekend. And Bill's Mafia Hitman, why is your wimpy football team not playing in the blizzard tomorrow? I mean, they showed their stadium covered in snow, and I'm like, that's football weather. They're football players. What? It's like me. Would I play in that? No, but I'm not a football player, and I'm not a special uh, forces guy. I'm a wimp. So, Well, I'm not a wimp, but uh, I'm not. Well, it's better than the World Cup not selling alcohol. Yeah. Well, it is in an Arab country. Yeah. What did you expect? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there'll be less hooliganism that way. All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Uh, as always, thank you again to Dr. Brooks Agnew, TV's Blake Wally, 
Candace Whitelight. And for me, I want everybody to have a great weekend. Have a great Thanksgiving holiday. We'll see about Friday. Um, it just depends on if I have family coming out and if everybody else has family coming out. I mean, I have a thing where I, I do a Thanksgiving and then my sister comes up and we do another Thanksgiving. It's either usually Friday or Saturday. So we'll just have to wait and see how it all goes. So that would mean that you know, next Friday at this time, I would probably be in a turkey coma if she comes up. So we'll just have to wait and see. We don't want to do the show in a turkey coma. Uh, for all you guys here, thanks for another great show. Super informative. You can't get better news than this show, I don't think. And putting the pieces together with everybody. Thank you guys again. You all have a great holiday too. Brooks and Blake and Candace. I love you guys. And we will see you when we next see you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>